He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, and uh, John Katsimatidis here. And uh, this is a TriCast, broadcast out of the WABC uh, 77 uh, studios. And we have uh, a full studio today. Uh, we have a com- common sense Democrat, Judge Richard Weinberg, two common sense Republicans. Well, I, I know about one of them at least. Uh, we have Congressman uh, uh, Congressman Peter King, and the other common sense. There's a little common, common sense, sense here. Oh. A little common sense. A little we common have, sense. Uh, former Chief of Staff to Rudy Giuliani. Uh, we have uh, Tony Carbonetti, and uh, we're going to call him Chief. And uh, Rita Cosby, our my uh, sidekick taking place, uh, uh, Lydia, is still in Florida on the beach. Uh, she sent me pictures of her oh, on the beach. Oh, lucky her. Lucky and the her. sun was shining and the beach was beautiful. Maybe she's one of those New Yorkers that's being transplanted to Florida. What do you think? There's a, well, there's I a trend. I mean, it, it, we have uh, Charlie Gasparino on with us later, and he's going to talk about all the people moving to Florida. Yeah, that's I, a hot I, issue. I already had a big uh, uh, story in the New York Post, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to hear what percentages are gone. Yeah, some scary Who numbers. Else do we have today? Well, and on top of that too, also John, on top of Charlie Gasparino, we also have Bert Flickinger, and of course Palm Sunday yesterday. We've got Easter coming up, and some of these numbers are huge. How much more and, it's going to cost Flickinger, for the average family? Bert Flickinger is going to tell us how high the price of Oreo cookies are going to go. I know, and and those like the little peeps that people order. It's astounding. The Average American, you're going to be blown away, everybody. You definitely got to stay tuned for yeah. the show on this one. And we also have Rob Astorino, um, New York gubernatorial candidate, Westchester County executive, former one. Huge ordeal, big story in the Post about more secret migrant flights coming in the dead of night to <clears throat> Westchester County airports. Right. Unbelievable. As some huge numbers are coming with Title 42. We're going to get to that. Um, and but we are starting. Also, we have Vito Fasella is going to be. Yes, here. exactly. Exactly. We have Vito Fasella. And I love this story, too, Congressman Peter King. He's going to be talking, of course, about uh, the Ferry Hawks and also the first player, first female player. How cool is that? Playing, she's a pitcher, um, and also playing a couple other positions on the Ferry Hawks. First woman with a team tied to the Major League Baseball. Right. How cool is that? With Ferry Hawks, K- that's Kelsey awesome. Whitmore, I think yeah, Kelsey. Whitmore. What is her name? Yes. Whitmore. Yeah, Kelsey Whitmore. Um, and we're going to try her out and see how many strikeouts she can do. I think she's going to be good. I got a good feeling. I got a good feel. And also, he's going to be talking about what everyone's talking about. Uh, Saturday Night Live. This is Pete Davidson and Colin Jost, and they're going to be having now that ferry with all of entertainment on it. But first, we're going to be talking about the big stories of the day, and who better to join us to talk about that is award-winning and multiple award-winning journalist, mega best-selling author, Bill O'Reilly. Bill, great to have you here on Cats at Night. Thank you very much, Rita. Nice to uh, talk to you again. Um, congrats on your 10 o'clock show. Doing very well. Oh, thank Well, I'm on the best station in the world, so that always helps, Bill. That, that it, always helps. It does. It definitely You know, helps. you got to say that because Katsimatidis is there. But, <laughs> I would say it behind his back, too, because it's the truth. <laughs> well, I, I say on Common Sense tonight, my program leading into yours at 9, uh, that WABC is a tremendous media story that really hasn't been told to the American public about where the station was, and then you have this guy come in as businessman, does not know media very well, 
turns it around, and now it's one of the most powerful voices in the country, not just in New York. So I do mention that tonight on, on the No Spin uh, broadcast, Common Sense at 9. Oh, thank you, Bill. Tell us, what's the, what do you feel emotional about today? You were away for a few days, and, and I, I understand you did a lot of thinking, and you, uh, you are emotional about some subjects going on right now in New York? Well, I think the major issue for all of us that binds us together is the violence and uh, crime in New York City. And, you know, that's not one you can sit out. So you see it every day. The New York Post covers it pretty well. They exploit it a little bit. Um, you know, it's going to be crime du jour from now on. And this young person is killed here and that baby is killed there. But there's no doubt that um, the crime in New York has. And, and who, who's suffering the most from this, Bill? Well, I did some investigating and I came up with some really interesting stats. And this was off the New York Post editorial on April 1st. Um, so the Legal Aid Society. Don't is, use is, April 1st so easy. You know, <laughs> you got to be careful with that date. That day. Um, the, the Legal Aid Society is the primary mover for leniency toward criminals. And that's what happened in, in uh, Albany and with this insane Nobel law and other legislation that basically puts the cops on the defensive and allows criminals far more rights than victims. So who are the primary victims? Well, the stats are amazing. And these stats go back to 2019. So it's much worse now in 2022. But 88% of all murder victims in New York City were black or Hispanic. 88%. So when these people are in the state assembly and these people in the state senate are, are voting for bail reform, the people that are suffering are their own people. Eighty percent of felony assaults, let's get punched in the mouth, okay, are black or Hispanic. Sixty-nine percent of rape victims. Now, the rationale behind the defund the police, attack the police, marginalize police, is that the police department is racist, not only in New York, but everywhere in America. That's what drives this. Well, my contention is that the no bail law is racist. Okay? I think that the leniency toward violent criminals is racist because the victims are poor minorities primarily. Would anybody quibble with that? Black Lives Matter would quibble with that, Bill. Okay. These are the people that just bought another $6 million facility in Southern California. But they only buy, them in, they only buy those facilities in white neighborhoods. Why? Well, I, I, you look, Less crime. If, if you still are a <laughs> Black Lives Matter uh, supporter, after all of the scandals surrounding how they use the donated money, if you still support them, then you are a blanket moron. I need okay. a list of corporation, corporate CEOs that have approved payments to these guys. John, they all got to check the box during, okay. the, during that yeah. summer. They well, all got to check we, the box with their little this? woke constituencies. I'll take a full-page ad in the New York Post and put the name of the corporations that surre- surrendered. Surrendered, that's Black the correct word. Right. Well, surrender is a good word because of the donation. pressure. Right, the pressure that they faced. Like, it was basically blackmail. 
Here, join us or else. It was the biggest shakedown, bring, bring me the biggest shakedown in our time. It'll but, be interesting to see if they come back, you guys, and say, listen, we didn't donate X amount. If there's any companies, where's the outcry, to John's point, from those companies? And to, where's the accounting, by the way, for the money, folks? Right. But, that's my but, point. If you donated money thinking it was going to Black Lives Matter and you're finding out they're spending $6 million on a mansion, yeah. aren't you going to be upset? Usually all those companies have a purpose and use for the money. You know, when they go to the CEO, we're going to give $5 million to this organization. We're going to buy X, Y, and Z. Where, where are those documents? Yeah. Why have we not heard the outcry, too, from other corporations? It's how about like Major League Baseball caving into Black Lives Matter because of the uh, All-Star game? And yeah, I want to go to these same corporations and say we have a new female star in the, in the Staten mm-hmm. Island Ferry Hawks. And if you don't contribute to us, you're anti-feminine. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> Let's see the trend. What do you think? What do you think, Bill, of the trend? Well, it's easy to find out who uh, the initial. Uh, we ran it down a few times. I don't have the list in front of me, and I don't want to make any mistakes. A lot of the uh, Silicon Valley companies poured mm-hmm. a lot of mil- money in there. The total in the amount of money after George Floyd uh, died was about ninety million dollars going to the Black Lives Matter National Foundation. All right, global they call it the Global Foundation. And um, the president had to resign because she bought three homes, not one, three with the money. Then they bought a big mansion up in Canada outside of Toronto, and now this latest $6 million purchase, which no one would have known about um, until New York Magazine ferreted it out of all people. New York Magazine is about the most far-left uh, thing you could find, but they actually ferreted it out because they bought it under an LLC in Delaware. So that people wouldn't know that the donated money to Black Lives Matter went to this $6 million property. And now they're saying, oh, we're going to use it for creative endeavors. Okay, fine. So, look, again, our job here on WABC Radio is to tell the truth backed up by facts. That's what we do. And that sets us apart from most of the other media organizations that aren't interested in the truth. They're interested in peddling an ideology in order to make money. And um, Bill, also California is investigating Black Lives Matter, too. I mean, these are their states that are actually yeah, looking into suspended, them. The state of California suspended the Black Lives Matter nonprofit, but they have not filed the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation in the last two years with the IRS because they don't want people to know how they are spending the money. So they've got lawyers, they've got loopholes. But again, this is basically an um, exposition to tell people on that side of the spectrum that the police are there to help the poor. And if you don't believe it, just look at the crime stats. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I've had enough. I mean, I'm glad that I can expose this, but I feel terrible for the people trapped in these neighborhoods. And they are trapped. And they are at Bill, fear every time they leave their house. Yeah, it's, it's never the people that live in high-crime neighborhoods that tell you they don't want the police. It's the people that live in the nicer neighborhoods that think they know better than the but people you know that live in those neighborhoods. you know what the dereliction of duty is here? The clergy. Because they can be the voice of these people. 
And I haven't seen anybody in New York City stand up, organize a rally, get out in the media, tell people really what's happening in these violent neighborhoods. And every violent neighborhood has plenty of clergy, including Catholics. Where are you people? And yeah, by the way, do you, know, do you know the latest gambit that's being talked about right now up in Albany in the State Assembly and the State Senate? They want to make statewide the abolition of qualified immunity for police officers. The same ridiculousness they that was passed by the city so council. The average person and you have to explain what that is. That, yeah, that means exactly if you're a criminal and you're arrested by somebody, that you can sue them personally. Exactly. Okay? That you can try to destroy their lives personally. Um, and you know how the lawsuit game works now. you got these lawyers trolling all over the place, allegations, suit, hoping for a settlement, whatever they do, this is what they want the police to endure. Well, the bottom line is you're not going to have a police force if that passes. But nobody will sign up because the 80K you make will not cover your legal bills, even though the unions will help you. They're going to sue you personally. In Santa Monica, California, they can't hire police officers anymore because everyone knows Santa Monica will not enforce the law. So nobody is coming to work in the police agencies. And just today, the mayor of Santa Monica, which used to be a nice beachfront community, said we cannot enforce the law because we don't have enough individuals who will sign up, because when they do, they know no matter what arrest they make, it's going to be thrown out. And so there you go. Anarchy with a capital A. Wow. Terrible. Hey, you know, Bill, I want to ask you also, I'm sure you were watching President Biden not too long ago was talking about ghost guns. That was his big announcement today. And yet, you know, it was so interesting, Bill. I was <coughs> listening to him. And it was going again, sort of going after the gun manufacturers doing all that. I was waiting for him to say, not just gun control, but thug control. It's like they keep missing these elements, even on the federal level. Excellent point, Rita. If the federal government really wanted to control gun violence, if they really wanted to do it, they would make all gun crimes federal crimes, just like kidnapping is a federal crime. So if you were caught with a gun in the commission of a crime or a ghost gun on your person, that is a federal offense with minimum jail sentences attached, which means you go to the federal penitentiary. You take it out of the state and locals. You put it into the federal system. So if you rob a bodega, and you're convicted, of course, we give due process, and you have a gun, instead of the robbery conviction, which is usually probation, you get a mandatory five years in the penitentiary. So that's how you attack gun crime. But I agree with Biden on the ghost guns. The ghost guns are guns, firearms that people make in their homes. Okay, And they're, they make them for one purpose only, to sell them to criminals. That's the ghost gun market. So if you're doing that, you should go to prison. Yep. Because you don't know where that gun's going to go and how it's going to be used. So you should serve time for that. But Biden's never going to point the fingers at the criminals themselves because that goes against the progressive orthodoxy, which he, Joe Biden, adores.
Yeah, you're right. He doesn't go after that second element. It's like it's like a, you know, there's such a huge missing piece. And he, what about repeat offenders? And and yet we're hearing all this about qualified immunity. It's it is so stilted. It is so political. Bill, yeah, the one way to as get opposed co- to caring about people. I- yeah, the one way to get guns off the street is let the cops do their job. That's that. Listen, when, when, when Giuliani came in, there were two million illegal guns in New York, and he reduced crime by seventy percent. Congressman, here are the great numbers during the Giuliani administration. If you were caught with an illegal handgun, there was a ninety-four percent chance you served jail time. Today, it's sixteen percent. Oh, it's plus one six. It's less. It's less. Uh, well, the commissioner, the commissioner was on. The commissioner. And what's that now? The commissioner was here, and she says 6,600 people were arrested. 6,600 people were given disappearance tickets, and only 200 of the 6,600 showed up in court. Wow. Wow. It's getting worse by the day. That's a joke. That's terrible. But there's no no deterrent to carrying a handgun. None. No, and I hope people start to rebel against this because the reason the progressives are in power is and because of the poor people. They keep voting for them. 97%. It's not people where I live in Nassau and Suffolk counties, they're they're not they're voting Republican now. All right? They're voting for the, you know, the law and order candidate. It's the poor people who continue to vote for these progressives who put them in abject danger. And the only way that's going to stop is if the clergy get out there and say, "Hey, we demand it stop. And if they would do that, then it would turn around. But they no, all, will we talk, all we talk about is social justice. It. Yes, but there's another problem there, Bill, and we'll talk about it privately one time. All right. Don't I mean, forget, I'm always, I always want information. What's ORR stand for? Uh, Absolutely. Organization. organization of Refugee Resettlements. Resettlements. That's a federal agency that distributes hundreds of millions of dollars to religious institutions, no names mentioned, to resettle these people. So we have Rob Astorino coming on right after you. He's got uh, airplanes landing in Westchester Airport. They're taken out, and religious institutions are taking them to settle them someplace. Right. They're getting big funds, big money. Okay. So don't, don't expect them to come to the rescue but that's a great point. I wish they would. <laughs> um, Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Great having you here on the show. We love having you on. The great award-winning uh, reporter and best. host and awesome best-selling author, Bill. We love having you here on Cats at Night. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, you'll be you on soon. tonight. Wait, wait. I'm going to be listening to you tonight between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock on WABCradio.com, O'Reilly.com, and uh, I'm 770 on your dial. And right after you, I'm going to listen to Rita Cosby at 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Thank you. I have the best lead in Bill O'Reilly. So, Bill, thank you. Always great to have you here with us. Thanks, guys. God bless. Thank you.